Hi everybody, uh, welcome to Artificial Entertainment. Uh, we were just heading to the the studio to record, um, but we seem we've seemed to hit a problem. Mm -hmm. And uh -oh. by hit a problem, I mean Tyler seems to have hit comedy legend Martin Short with his car. Uh huh. It uh, his his talent was not in short supply. <laughs> Isn't that right, buddy? <laughs> he's, buddy, he's not wrong. He, he he's not moving. <laughs> Oh, uh, he's 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 frozen. He's like Jack Frost in that one movie. Oh, I watched. Oh, that. I don't. I Toby actually just tried to watch Santa Claus Three because we just watched Santa Claus Two, <laughs> and she came in like fifteen minutes later. Nope, it's terrible. Looks like he didn't it's have like an escape clause from one. this. <laughs> oh, anyways, Martin Short is comedy legend. Martin Short is dead, and that is my fault. So, um. Did anyone well, try you mean to, to hit him? Did anyone try an to resuscitate him? Did anyone no, try to resuscitate him? No, I didn't mean to. Him? I love Martin Short. Why would <laughs> I don't know. He's you just shouted this is for Clifford and then hit the gas. Clifford. Well, from behind he kind of looked like Rob Schneider, so I'm not I'm not going to you know. <laughs> so if it had been <laughs> That's on him. Infamous comedy legend Rob Schneider, this would have been okay, but since it's comedy legend Martin Short, Short you're yeah. upset about it. I mean, how could we live without Norma of the North, Volume 2? <laughs> they've been, they've both been in ice-related movies. What are we doing? We're Have talking they? about movies. A man, a man <laughs> is possibly dead. Anybody, anybody want to watch Three Caballeros? Three Amigos, I mean. Three, three Caballeros <laughs> Martin Short birds. was never a cartoon bird. <laughs> But he was a cartoon robot in a Disney picture. There we go. Was he? I love Treasure Planet. Oh, I actually, hate that yes. Movie. All Planet right, is, all right. Planet is good. <laughs> uh, but we'll a man has died today, or, or or could be dead. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not touching him. He's he's old. He is old. I know. He who, deserved to die. You're right. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I do know. I've done the world a service. <laughs> well. Uh, tell you what, we'll, we'll let the theme song play and we'll try and figure out what to do with his body. episode let's go <laughs> <laughs> welcome everybody to another episode of artificial entertainment i'm your host josh La josh lakitis there that's my name and uh with me are my two co-hosts mason betterly and tyler yaney i'm no longer doing theme songs no Hooray. we got one i'm out of another job well we weren't paying <laughs> you to do it anyway uh, it's whatever Special thanks exactly. to uh, our friend Sam Martin for uh, making that for us. Yes, thank you, Sam. Once he figures out what he wants us to plug, we'll start doing that. Mm. But mm -hmm. until then. So, it's 2018, guys. Yay! Oh, my God. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Oh, boy. And has it... It's been a year. It, it has bad. been a year. It was certainly a collection of 365 days, unless 2017 was a leap year and I missed it. Then there was either more or less. I forget how leap. I years believe work. leap years are every four years. So I believe is it is this year a leap year? See, I I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I have to look into that. 
Please tweet at us if you know if it's a leap year or not. <laughs> at Artificial Pod. Someone's got to tweet us it eventually. <laughs> to, to be fair, to be fair, our friend Chad tweeted at us about Christmas movies, but our Christmas episode was two episodes ago, so it's kind of not relevant. Yeah, no, everybody's over that. Nobody cares. So, uh, My Christmas but this tree is still up, so... Oh, yeah, ours is up. I think I have to take it down today, but it's still up. My wife likes to keep it up for her birthday, which is on the 10th, so... I've got at oh, least wow, another you're... week or so out of this. See, you you're... you're... You're keeping it up out of commitment. Mine's just up out of laziness. Well, it's a little bit of both, like any good marriage. <laughs> nah. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this episode, we, we said last time it was going to be an episode where we pitch ideas about movies that we'd like to see. And, well, we Mason lied. pulled through. <laughs> Mason came up with some ideas. Tyler and I, though... We, we didn't we do our homework. The dog ate it. I got half a pitch ready for you. Yeah, same. So we're, we're going to save that yeah. episode idea for another time. Yeah. And uh, this this episode, we want to talk about this, this year of movies. Yeah. What 2017 looked like on the screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we've assembled some categories, so it won't just be a top ten. Um, yeah. We have our top tens, and we will eventually get to the, our best films. But We I think sure we should, do. We should work our way from the worst to the best. Absolutely. Okay. This is so, this was definitely a, a very eclectic year. There was a little bit of everything, I think. Quite what a honestly. word. This was a really good year for film, I think. In a, like it, it was better than 2016, I'd say. Oh, by far. Yeah. I No, I agree with that, looking yeah. back. I think, um, uh, quite honestly, I don't think... I think the... The last year that was this good for film, in my personal opinion, might have been 2014. I, I no, yeah, yeah. I was, that, I was yeah. looking through. Uh, I made a top five for each year of the decade because I was bored. And uh-huh. 2014 and 2012 and 2017 were, were the were the best years on that list. Yeah. Does anyone else hear any buzzing? Yeah, I do hear buzzing. Oh, uh, Martin Short has attracted bees. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start out with our worst films of the year. You okay. guys actually seem to have lists. I only have one. I didn't see a lot of bad movies this year. It's not that I saw a ton of bad ones. It's just I saw uh-huh. a lot of ultimately forgettable films. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of them are, like, my lowest ones, a lot of them are by proxy. Um, some of you, like, some mm-hmm. of which I know at least Yaney's going to fight me on. But it's just. I, oh, wow. Me my, specifically? My, my yeah, my list here is completely subjective. I am an emotional raider. Like, uh, well, I, I mean, I, also that's how opinions work. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Uh-uh. no. <laughs> no like, if we're looking objectively, some of these do not belong so far down the list. But I think what Mason's trying to say is there are worse movies, but he didn't see them. Yeah. Or yeah, I think, there there are worse the, I think that'll be the same for all of us. Like, there are worse I, I don't technical think... films, but I enjoyed them more. Right. And I, I don't think any of us saw the Emoji movie, which is uh, I did, just deal. so I could have a list, out of curiosity. Oh, my. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. All yeah. right, so, Tyler, let's start with you, then. Is the Emoji movie the worst movie you saw this year? Would you be surprised if I said no? Yes. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go through a top five for you real quick, and we're gonna—I'll give a quick reason why for each one, okay? 
Okay. A couple of these, a couple of these, I saw by accident. Number five <laughs> is not technically a bad movie, but I was really, really disappointed and annoyed by it. And it's Free mm-hmm. Fire. It's a Martin Scorsese produced movie that has um, oh, the chick from Room. What's her name? She's gonna be Captain Marvel. Oh, uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. It's got Brie Larson and a bunch of people, and I, I loved the trailer, and I was excited for it. But it's just people standing around, and then occasionally they fire guns, and then they stand around and talk, and then they fire guns, and that's the whole movie. That, that's what it looked like from the trailer. Yeah, I thought it would be a little better than that, but that's exactly what it is. And it was, it was, that should not be boring, but it was. So that's, that's mm. that. Uh, the Bye Bye Man I saw because it looked hilariously bad, and it was, but it's still <laughs> bad. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's terrible. All right. I, I uh, forget the Bye Bye Man came out this year because so many people did reviews of it. I just assumed it had come out a year or two ago and people were just finding it now. It's one of those movies that with this title and the premise is so stupid. You just you just have to kind of like, oh, this is prime material for comedy. And absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's probably where there's a little bit. Number three is the Emoji Movie, surprisingly. Wow. I can't believe it's that high up. It's, uh, I just, it's, it's exactly what you think it is. It's terrible. Uh, but, like, I'll, I'll at least give it effort that the animation looks nice. But it is a giant, cynical cash grab full of product placement. It's exactly what you think it is. And it's terrible. Um, number two is Mother. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I, I despised it. And we can get into it later, but... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I haven't I, been so angry. Like, Mother is probably the best made movie on this list. I was going to say. But. I feel I feel like the artistic integrity of the film and the design and everything would at least. No, it no, it, it just pissed me off. It pissed me <laughs> off. There's, it's, there's nothing. It, and I can go into details later if you want, because it, it would take me a while. But yeah, Mother's number two. Number one. Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh, I'm very curious. Beauty and the Beast 2017. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I uh, I think I hated it more than the other four movies on this list because it made a billion dollars. And it's the most cynical, lifeless, unnecessary remake of an actual movie I adore. Mm-hmm. Like Jungle Book, what I didn't like. But people did, so I gave it a pass. Cause whatever, I actually, cause... Yeah, I actually enjoyed Jungle Book. I Jungle never, Book I has some good things in it, but it didn't, it didn't bother me as much because the original Jungle Book isn't like a masterpiece like Beauty and the Beast is. It's a fine movie, but like I could see mm-hmm. them actually expanding on things. And they yeah, it was, right. worth, it was worth the remake. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, no. They added nothing. But we got so. to see uh, Stanley Tucci as... I never saw it, but I think he's like an organ. Or no, a piano or he's not an organ. He's a piano. Actually, he's a harpsichord, I think. But yeah, honestly, Winnie, there's a big difference. There is. There, no, <laughs> honestly, sorry. there is because there was a talking organ in the Christmas. Uh, the Christmas Voice by Tim Curry. Yes, yes. Forte, Forte, <laughs> and his sidekick Fife. Voiced by Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee-wee yes. Herbin. The only reason yes. I know this is because we got a freaking VHS player, uh, a VCR, and nice. watched that a couple weeks ago. And I was like, wow, this did not hold up. No, I'm pretty terrible. sure I watched that more as a kid than the actual Beauty and the Beast. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually own Beauty and the Beast until I was like ten years old. That that's not really that 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 odd of a phrase, I'd say. No, because like usually, I mean, when you're a kid, you're watching a lot of Disney, and Disney is like, I I didn't have really any of the Renaissance films aside from, uh, like Aladdin. Um, no, I was gonna say like Rescuers Down Under. No, like Lion. Oh, I love King. that movie. Yeah, Lion King, uh, uh, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Um, I'll even throw in Pocahontas, like though, like the core Ew. ones. I didn't have until later on. Like those aren't, aren't the ones I grew up with. I grew up with like early on. I grew up with the originals, uh, Dumbo, Pinocchio, Snow White. Those are great movies, though. Okay. Oh, they're yeah. all great. They're all great. I don't have a problem with it. I just found I like looking back on it. It's weird. I find that so fascinating. As the you know, you're a huge Disney fan, mm-hmm. and just knowing that you didn't grow up with the classics until well, I grew up with the classics know, of years. that time. I didn't grow up with the classics right. of now. You know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, and by now, we mean then. And now, Beauty and the Beast, uh, obviously the original one, is my favorite Disney film. Period. Yep. Yep. It's good. Yeah, I love it. Wow, but I'm so okay. So, what makes other than the fact that it didn't need to be made? And it earned over a billion dollars makes you hate it. If you're going to remake something, it's got to at least, you got to do something different or it's got to be at least on par. They made Mm -hmm. it worse. The songs are worse. The singing is worse. The acting is wooden. The CGI designs are butt ugly. They're awful. (laughs) Shannon Metal Hogwash. I I hate all the uh, The new songs are terrible. Uh, anything they try to those, add. You mean those Oscar qualifying songs they added in just to qualify hey, for an Oscar? Hey, remember when they Miz threw in a yes, extra song I just to get an Oscar? Hated it. I freaking hated it. <laughs> remember? So passionate. Uh, I was thinking about no. I was thinking about it just the other day because uh, for some reason I was thinking about Les Mis. I'm like, then then I just got suddenly insanely angry. Because <laughs> I, uh, oh, it was because of, uh, cause I saw the greatest showman. Um, oh, okay. and I was thinking about oh. when he did Jean Valjean and then I just got angry cause they added that song. Cause it's the show itself is perfect as is, uh, but they had to qualify something for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they, they knew Russell Crowe's performance wasn't going to get him anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that's your number one. I would one? argue with with the Beauty and the Beast remake, I like the Gaston song a bit more in this. The what? Yeah, honestly, Gaston song. I think is I think is actually a pretty good reimagining of that song. The yeah, the it's best. a lot gayer. <laughs> we cut that. I mean, that's just because of Lafou. <laughs> I mean, it was already pretty gay. Every last inch of me's covered in hair. Honestly, oh, LeFou, Gaston, and Maurice are the only really good things. Maurice, about that. all right, Mason, I'll give you that. Kevin Klein is Maurice. Kevin Klein is, is actually a an improvement. He's a treasure. <laughs> yes, that man is marvelous. <laughs> Mr. Fish Owner. Yes, Mr. Fish Owner. Yeah, actually, That's yeah, great. yeah. I mean, he's in other things, but sure. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, so let's see. All right, Mace, what is what? What are what are your Top five worst of the year. Okay. So some of them are just there by proxy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with number five. 
Okay. Which was for me Blade Runner 2049. Oh! Oh, oh no! What are you doing? Why? Why, why, why? No! I was I was very bored. It was a beautiful film. That's, oh, I'm in pain. It looked beautiful. Why would you do this to there me? There were parts it's, I right. honestly enjoyed about the film. It's just Tyler looking. and I will be having new open auditions for a new co-host oh, for this podcast. Just a third fired. a third anchor a position has just opened. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who likes movies preferably. But, yeah. Um I just something about it just didn't I it was it was just very underwhelming. Um, after that, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh. 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 <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think Mason's list is just gonna be us booing. Uh, after that, uh, Kong Skull Island. Not. Oh, for- that was fun. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. That but it was, was an ultimate, ultimately a forgettable film. Well, yeah, I forgot I saw it, to be honest. Exactly. But I, think I'm exactly. When I, saw it. I have higher opinions of pretty much every other film here. Um, after that, Beauty and the Beast, respectfully. Oh, proud of you. Okay. All right. And then last and certainly least, the arrow through my heart of the year, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Didn't yeah. see it. It's going to be on Netflix soon. I'm going to give it a watch because I'm curious. I think it's on Netflix today. But, uh, oh wow! All right, I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is that... it is just it broke me, it broke my heart. Um, you guys know this, but you know for the viewers, Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl is the movie that made me want to make movies, got me into film. Um, mm-hmm. It is, I mean, that film holds up. It's beautiful, um, in my opinion, and uh, it was great. And to see how far, how far. It fell, has fallen. Um, it's just it makes me very sad, just genuinely mm-hmm. sad. Um, but uh, there were some moments, you know, which I'll talk about later, that I enjoyed about the film. But on the whole, it was, uh, it was just very upsetting, um, and it's just it's a mess. So frankly, um, you know, something I was going to mention uh, with like if, when we were going to do pitching, but uh, frankly, I think. Um, the whole genre of films or entertainment based on Disney attractions needs either to end completely or needs a major reassessment. Because um, honestly, I'd love to see some more. I I, I don't think the I, the concept. I, I like of... the concept. Yeah. Of doing them, like I I think I, I'm in the minority of people that like Tomorrowland, but I understand I it could have, have been so it. much more. I still have not seen it, so. Um... I, I still need to see that, but it's okay. and I would like to it's see. It's worth it. a rental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say that. But um, and you guys know I'm very passionate about the concept of um, films and shows based on Disney attractions. Disney rides. Yeah. Um, you know, do I, you like the um, what's it called, Haunted Mansion? What? That might be <laughs> You're just saying that. To, yeah, I have like twelve different pitches for Haunted Mansion related. Uh, shows and movies um oh. but i did you know what i honestly i like a guilty pleasure film of mine is the tower of terror movie 
Okay, I, was, I thought you were gonna say the 2003 one. I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> sound like Mason. There's a lot of there's a lot there that's good, like the production design of the Haunted Mansion movie, the score. Well, okay, all right, hold on. We're, get, we're getting off we're getting track. way off track. We're getting way off track. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But anyway, anyways, yeah. So Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, is um, it was just awful, awful, awful. Mm. I heard it wasn't very good. In fact. <laughs> All right, so I I didn't really go out and see movies that I I thought were bad, so I I, I missed a lot of that disappointment. But I'm gonna just I'm gonna try and make up a top five since you guys have one. Okay. So uh, for me, uh, my fifth worst film I saw this year, I'm gonna say was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Get out! Get no. out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! You evil no. man! <laughs> You both if you can put Blade so Runner much. and Star Wars on your worst. I can put Guardians Volume Two. But Guardians so did nothing to hurt you. It brought nothing I, but joy to, to me. To me, joy. I think th- this movie had the same problems you had with Ragnarok, where any serious moment is undercut with a joke that doesn't work. They both do that, and I like both. They those they, they do, but Ragnarok doesn't make any claims to be a serious emotional movie guardians i think had really great emotional issues and, and concepts mm-hmm. and things for the characters to deal with but it just kept undercutting it with jokes and it took me completely out you know what there was a precedent for one there was not a precedent for another so mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna respectfully disagree and um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think there are some great character moments in that film yeah. Again, I'm not. I'm not saying so, yeah. this is really a bad film. I'm just saying, since I didn't see bad films, a lot of good films are yeah, on exa- my bad Which list. is exactly why Blade Runner was down there and Kong was down there. Um, for me, I'm, I'm just looking through. Uh, let's see what else. What else? What else? Uh, I was kind of disappointed with War for the Planet of the Apes. I still no, want to see I, that. No, I still. I, I, I still want to see that. It, it's, it's definitely good. the Return of the Jedi. Of the trilogy. <laughs> well, can I just say, like, how lucky we are that these movies were that good? Oh, my like, God. Yeah, the source totally. material. <laughs> I remember when the first one came out and, like, James Franco's in this. Eh, these aren't going to be any good. But John Lithgow was great in that movie, by the way. Oh, he's wonderful. Tragic, but wonderful. Yes. Uh, let's see. Number three... I'm going to say I need a third one. I have a two. Oh, oh, okay. So uh, three will be Valyrian. <laughs> no, I avoided that one like the play. I thought it was glorious schlock, so I gave it a pass. Uh, it, that's exactly what it was. But I really wanted it to be more than the schlock because I love the concept of all these different worlds and cultures pushed together. I, I just love that idea, and I wish it had been done better. It's a great dollar theater movie. That's where I yeah, saw it. That's but... a good that's a good way to put it. Uh, for me, my number two is Dead Men Tell No Tales. Ew. Nothing more to add there. Uh, for me, the worst my, the worst film for me this year was Justice League. Okay. Yeah, uh, we, we've had this conversation. <laughs> I went into Pirates knowing it wasn't going to be good. See, I went in, um, I went in with something, you know, far more dangerous, and that was hope. Um. Mm. Even the music See, I, in that film I, I, made me angry because it was all just music cues from other better movies, like pirate other movies. pirate movies. So I was like, not even your music's original. 
Well, I mean, for me, I was just glad to have that music back because in the fourth one, uh, it wasn't there at all. The fourth one had an interesting Latin influence, which I actually enjoyed. I enjoyed that kind of sound with the guitar and such. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah just, for, for me, Justice League, it, it didn't win on any level. It wasn't a consistent dark vision like Schneider where I don't agree with it, but at least it's one thing. And with Joss Whedon, it's, I don't know, it, it's just schlock and it's like... There was no time or effort. Well, there was, I'm sure there was effort put in, but it's just At like they didn't have enough time dollars, to make it better have been I would consider that a little bit of effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it took effort to get that mustache off of Henry Cavill. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, yeah. That, yeah. I, I think you guys have better or worse films than I do. But, uh, yeah, for me, Justice League was just a disappointment. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. So actually, uh, going with that to make a smooth transition, what were your not your not your worst films, but the films you wanted to be good? They weren't the worst, but what what disappointed you this year? Okay, I have a couple. All right. Um, let's see. I don't want to say downsizing because I really liked it, but if you go in just liking the trailer for downsizing, you're gonna be disappointed. Okay. Really? Okay. I saw it wasn't getting great reviews, but I still wanted to see it. What, yeah, what's, so do I. What, what's no, I, I, I loved it, but what's advertised is the first half hour of that movie, and it's edited together to look like a wacky comedy, and that's not what it is. Mm -hmm. I, I, I so never if, assumed it was a comedy, but I, I, I didn't know what it was. It's, uh, if you, like you've seen Nebraska, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen Nebraska. Yeah, Alexander Payne does very uh, humanistic movies about the human condition. Mm -hmm. And it's 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 that premise about that. And if you go in, uh, if you go into it expecting that, you'll you'll like it. Honestly, I, I I highly recommend it. But it is disappointing if you just go by the trailer. Gotcha. See, I I was expecting uh, Matt Damon to get a little red sports car, maybe get a bird girlfriend, be chased around by the house cat. Maybe I just wanted this to be Stuart Little too. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> James Woods plays the Falcon. <laughs> and it's uh, literally the same plot as Hercules. Like his plot specifically. He's essentially Hades. Hades as, is a as a Falcon. <laughs> Falcon Hades. Fades. No. Anyway. How did this conversation turn into a Stuart Little 2 debate? I don't know. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> 2018, uh, jump in and go nuts. <laughs> Mace, how about how about you? What was the film that disappointed you this um, year? I I enjoyed this film, um, mm -hmm. but it did disappoint me, and that was Spider Man Homecoming. Um, no, I no, I did enjoy this film. I do think it was good, uh, but there was something that was missing. Um, I'm still we're still so, we're still not quite where we were with with um, the 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 two original Raimi movies. It's definitely my third favorite after that. Um, mm -hmm. This is a, this that. kid. The, the cast was great. Everything was great. It's just something is missing that spark, um, and I really. I think it, it's the committee that's holding it back. Ultimately, I mean, perhaps I. I definitely thought Keaton gave a gave a great performance. I like that oh, we got I, a new villain. Yeah. Um, I think Michael Keaton's the best villain in the MCU. I um, no no, but no. okay. Ego. Well, I'd go with ego. I'd go with Kingpin. 
Well, oh, I didn't know we were allowed to use Netflix. Oh well, yeah. Now. If we're not if we're not using that, if we're not using uh, the things, yeah, I might I, I would say ego was the str- my favorite. Ego, villain. yeah, ego is fantastic. Like ego, it's just a great yeah. concept. And um, I still want to see like more. Red Skull, actually, yeah, I still want to see more Red Skull. Red Skull would be yeah. great. I don't yeah. think Hugo Weaving will ever come back to that. You know oh, what? No, not at all. <laughs> I, uh, I would love but, that. No, I, I think Mace, I think the, were you just about to say we don't necessarily need Hugo Weaving? Oh, no, 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 no. I wasn't going to say that. But I mean, oh. quite honestly, I mean, you you could say that, but. I, I think, I think yeah. you could put another actor under that, under the Red Skull and no one would care. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it was a good film. It's just there was something missing. It wasn't Spider-Man enough. I think a bit of that might be coming from he was mostly in the in Queens and in Washington D.C. And to me, he's I, I wanted to see him more in you know Manhattan, swinging around mm-hmm. the the skyscrapers, um, which is stupid, I know, but it's just something that makes him Spider-Man to me. But uh, right. we'll see if he gets there, if we'll see if, uh, you know, that kind of goes that way in the future. Um, and, yeah, but, uh, you know, I hope I hope the next one's good. I hope we get Mysterio someday. And, yeah. <laughs> that, that would still be great. He's I my favorite. He's Mysterio. my favorite villain. Um, for me, I think the biggest disappointment was the Lego Batman movie. No, oh, I didn't even think about that. That's great. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, again, it... It's got a great first act where it is just an on-point Batman parody film. And mm-hmm. it's, it's hysterical. It's funny. It's got great jokes and references. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But after, once uh, Barbara Gordon becomes Commissioner Gordon, the film just kind of loses steam. Yeah. Um, it slows down. I like uh, not Michael Caine <laughs> as Robin. Michael uh, Caine. Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah as Robin, I think he he's the highlight, but like Batman learns his lesson five different times in the third act and it just keeps repeating the importance of family, the importance of family. Like, we get it. Batman, don't you understand family is important? Why can't we just learn this lesson and go on? Yeah. And then and then to have such a great voice cast for all these great Batman villains, but then not to use them just so you can use other villain references from other films. I found really really irritating. Like I don't want to see Batman fighting Sauron or Voldemort or King Kong. Like you, you know, I I want to see him fight or the Gremlins. Yeah, or the Daleks. I you know. I forgot. I want to see him fight yeah, the Riddler. I want to see him fight the Joker. That was very weird. That I gotta be honest. It was sort of like. They wanted to use the film. Like, at a certain point, I think they, like, some high-ups came in and were like, hey, we want to use the end of the film to market the Dimensions video game. I'm like, what? Right? Yeah, it was very odd. Um, which, now the game's ended, and it's not. they're not doing it anymore. Uh, but, yeah, that part was very odd. I went in, I was disappointed by it as well. I, I went in hope, mm-hmm. expecting something... Somewhere with the geni- like the creativity and genius of the original Lego movie, but also a little bit of like the classic Batman animated series. So I right that's something something you know like that. But what I got was a little bit more of a kids film, um, which yeah. obviously it is a kids film. We have to unfortunately mm. we are not the target audience for that film. But um, the second time I watched it, I did enjoy it more. Um, so. That's why I, I yeah. put Spider-Man there. 
more of a yeah, for, for for me the film just the first 20 minutes raises my hopes because it's it's almost it's mel brooks making a parody of the animated series with legos that's really what the film feels like yeah yeah and then everything after that is just so flat and mm. and fine and it's you just, know what's really irritating is he like learns his lesson and then he drops all the characters off so then he has to learn it again that yeah that's what i'm saying he, he learns it it's, like five different times yeah it's like okay we get it yeah, I like jokes. Yeah. Can we can we get back to those? <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, no, the, those are disappointing. Yeah, but yeah. I would love to talk now. What were your biggest surprises? Films Ooh. that you guys thought you weren't going to like or were just going to be okay, and actually, you you had a lot of fun in those movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? I'll go. First. Uh, I can go first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, for me, actually, just over Christmas. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Oh, I do want to see that. It was so much fun. It was a blast. Yeah. I, I, I went to go see it because uh, the three of us have a friend that worked on it. Um, yes. Just as oh, like yeah. a various crew member. So, you know, I wanted to go and just support her kind of thing. Congratulations. Actually... You worked on a great movie. I hope you're proud. And that's not sarcasm. Yeah. I genuinely mean I hope you're I hope you're really happy and proud of what you've done. Please. She doesn't listen to us. <laughs> She doesn't listen to us, but if she does ever, if she ever and does, we've all worked on God's compass, so you should you should feel good about yourself. But um, <laughs> no, th- this film's really fun. It's my favorite movie I've ever seen Kevin Hart in. It's my favorite favorite movie Over with Captain The Rock in. I haven't seen Captain Underpants yet, but that comes to Netflix January twelfth. So I'll watch oh, it no, I'm gonna watch it. That's great. I would like to take a moment to explain to our viewers that we are not in any way uh, um, funded by Netflix. But if they were Although to throw we have some money tried to way. pitch to them before, or Hulu, I'm I'm good with either. They're both great system. They're both great uh, services. Just someone pick up the phone when we call. Stop ignoring us. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone plays against type here, except for maybe Karen Gillian. But it's because no one really knows who she is. Doctor Who fans know where is Amy Pond. Who she is. Mm. Yeah, she's wonderful. Oh and but, Nebula. Um, Nebula. In, yeah, and Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, 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 yep. You know I that film that you didn't that. like? I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh huh. But not two. the second one. <laughs> just not the second one. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah, it's, it's just fun to see The Rock play against type, to see Kevin play against type. Jack Black is wonderful in this as a teenage girl. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> this would be my favorite Jack Black movie if Bernie didn't exist. Oh, Bernie, Bernie is so is a great, great guys. Movie. Seriously, it's a yeah. Got to plug that. Yeah, th- this film feels like when I I came out of it, it felt like this should have been the Jungle. This should be the Jungle Cruise movie for Disney. Yes, like this feels like a, a fun couple rewrites. Live- you probably could have done that. Oh, absolutely. Well, and the weird thing is... And, 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 and there's a Jonas Brother in it. I feel like, of course this should be a Disney movie. Well, the weird thing is, um, for the longest time, there was talks of them doing a Jungle Cruise movie with The Rock. So when I and saw this... And now they're doing it. Yeah, so then I saw this, I'm like, well, wait, I don't understand. Cause... Have you seen pictures from this rampage and the announcement photo for Jungle Cruise? No. The Rock's wearing the same kind of adventure shirt. He shouldn't be in the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I saw movie. a trailer for Rampage and it looks so bad. <laughs> Why how uh, are we back at how are we back at, at movies based on Disney attractions? This is this is very oh, this is quite weird. 
It's, it's like poetry. Yeah. It's like know? poetry, but, you know? Rhymes. You know, th- this feels like a fun, old, live-action Disney movie, just with a, a few more swear words in it. Ooh. I like swear if words. If James Gunn made the Jungle Cruise movie. I'd watch Honestly, it. Honestly, probably. No, but yeah, I, I had so much fun with this movie. It was a delight. I I will definitely watch this one again. Okay, great. Uh, just as, as a little runner-up, um, it, it's not as good as Jumanji, but still a lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie. Oh, yes. Yeah, I still want to see that. I, I still want to see that. I, I, I do I think not think on. it would be good. I, I went in very low expectations after the Lego Batman movie, and it's actually a really cute film. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, my biggest surprise uh, after a long stream of terrible and eh movies, Pixar mm. came out with Coco, and oh, I've, been, yes. <laughs> I've been wanting to say it for, for a couple episodes now, because I think I saw it, like, the night it came out. Um, mm. It Oh, my gosh. I... I was I didn't know what to expect. I was I thought it was going to be really dumb, um, and mm. the marketing up before the release was terrible for it because it was barely I agree existent. It, uh, it, it looked like Book of Life. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know what to, I was walking into, but I was so thankful for that because it was such a surprise, such a mm. oh my gosh! I was so excited leaving uh, that theater. It was um, it was fantastic. It was beautiful. I cried. Um, it was Aww. it was fantastic. You yeah you get yeah so you know me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I still need to see it. But yeah, I I really am looking forward to it. I hope, really I hope so badly, and there there are serious rumors leaning towards it um, that they uh replace the current attraction in uh, the Mexico pavilion in Epcot with a Coco ride at Disney. Nice. <laughs> there we are again. We're back. We're back. We're in. But oh, uh seriously, I, I thought you were going to say I hope it wins an Oscar or something like that. No, but... like I want cuz it's just such an, a fascinating beautiful world. Um I'd love mm-hmm. to go into it. I I want it to win an Oscar. There's another film um that might I I think is a serious contender for best song. Um, oh. but, um, uh, the greatest showman has some great shows or great songs. Um, <laughs> greatest so. showman's got some great shows, man. No, um, greatest That's showman has great some great man. songs. My wife, it's, it was greatest showman was my favorite, uh, my wife's favorite. Um, <laughs> my favorite wife. Like, oh my, it sounded like you were using my wife as an, ex- it's just an expression. <laughs> no, my my wife uh, loved The Greatest Showman. It's got some great songs. Um, I, I, every time listening... I see that, I keep reading it as The Greatest Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was already a movie this year. Right? And I think, man, that, that got a sequel fast. <laughs> <laughs> the Snowman, The Greatest Snowman. <laughs> it's Michael Fassbender singing songs, trying to figure out who the murderer is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, when I saw the trailer for the snowman, I thought Michael Fassbender was playing a snowman like Jack Frost. Imagine Do my you want to build a snowman? <laughs> Michael Fassbender needs to... I, I really hope he gets his career back on track. I feel like it's kind of been faltering right? ever since <laughs> maybe a couple years ago. I, I hope he gets his career back on track. Um, 
Yeah. yeah he's been doing weird kind of shl- bad schlocky detec- detective films. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, and X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. I like him as Magneto, but... Assassin's Creed came out this year? No, it came out last year. Last year. That was last year. Okay, I I couldn't remember. Yeah, you and the rest of America. I forgot about that movie. Yeah. Yeah, you and the rest of America. (laughs) Yeah, um... But, uh, quick side note. Um, since, Mm -hmm. uh... Uh, since we're talking about Fastbender, I think he'd be a great choice if they, um, if and when they do a Fantastic Four reboot. He, I think he might be a great choice for uh, Doctor Doom. Hey, we're not yeah. pitching. I know yeah. we're not. I know we're not. It just came up <laughs> naturally through the conversation. See, the I problem see is I, you can't cast him as any more villains because he's Magneto, you know? Otherwise, yeah, but you're I'd never going to see, gonna see be, his uh, face. Mr. Freeze in a Batman movie. Ooh, that'd be good. But anyway, all right, Tyler, what, what 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 surprised you this year? Um, first let me preface this. So okay, it's Kingsman two, and mm-hmm. I I you dragged me to the first one when it first came out, and I didn't care for it. I liked a couple uh-huh. scenes, but it was like really stupid and gory. Oh, and then film. upon watching Kingsman two, I realized that's the point, and I, I was yep. enjoying it. Like. My buddy, a buddy of mine, uh, wanted to see it with me, so I drove all the way to the theater to see it on opening night. He didn't show up, so I'm like, whatever, I'll go see it. <laughs> and so uh, that first action scene with the Prince song, like, it, it, it got me. I'm like, okay, okay, this could be fun. And yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed Kingsman too. Like, it's, it's a little long. Hmm. But yeah, uh, it, it's it's not as good as the first one, but nah, for me, nah. it's it's absolutely what I wanted out of a sequel. Yes, and it was good enough to make me look at the second one, at the first one, and, in a different way and appreciate it more. So, I think yeah, that's an no. accomplishment. Mm. Yeah, I I, re- I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I love the cast. It had a great oh, cast. Yeah. Julianne Moore, so good. Yeah, well, Channing Tatum, <laughs> they they didn't really use in that movie though. Yeah, yeah. Channing Tatum goes sleepy bye bye for half the movie. Right? Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is, uh, the other guy that went along with them, I haven't seen, at least I didn't recognize him from anything else I've really seen. I hope he's in more things soon, because I think he was a great, he was a great actor. Is that the Antonio Banderas looking guy? Yeah. I think he's in Narcos, the Netflix show. Okay, Uh, yeah. yeah. He is. He is. Um, I don't know if he's Narcos himself or not, uh, but... Which I assume is the main character's uh, name, so. But. Alright, so I want to know, what was your most middle film? You think Narcos is a name? I I don't know. I've never seen the show. Narcotics. Narcos. (laughs) That's a weird name for your child. Oh, my God. I love drugs so much, your name will be Narcos. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, what's the next category? I missed it. What, okay, so we've t- talked about the surprises, the disappointments. What, what's eh? What, what'd you see? Like, eh, that, that was a film I saw. Oh, most eh? Yeah. Oh, I got one. Uh, Mason, go first. It was the it was it was Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Ooh. <laughs> Moving on. Tyler, how about you? Uh, Cars three. I I like to. I make it a point to see every Pixar movie in the theaters, regardless if I want to or not. And this one was really tough to force myself to go to. And uh-huh. I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was a movie. Yep. 
It is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I'd have to say Kong Skull Island. Okay. Like I liked fair, it. Fair. It, you know, it was fine. It wasn't bad. It just felt like if if the Marvel if if, if the Marvel uh, committee wrote a King Kong movie, that's what Pretty this much. would be. Pretty much. Yeah. And they're John C. Riley is wonderful in that He's movie. So yeah, he, good is. In he it. actually is. They waste uh, love- Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston though. They don't do right? anything, anything in that movie. They're such great actors, and they make them the most bland, leading man and women characters I've seen all year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fair. And since they were the most NF films, we don't really have a lot to say about them. I would love... Okay, so we're, we're getting closer to the to, to our tops, but uh, uh-huh. uh, Tyler, you had some categories you wanted to pitch. Uh, let's just do Guilty Pleasure real quick, because I think that'd be a fun one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Like a movie you saw in the theater, and it's, it's probably terrible, but you loved it anyway. Let me see, uh, let me for see. me, Alien Covenant. I love this movie. A lot of people hate it, and there's a lot of stupid, stupid things in it. A lot, a lot, a lot of stupid things in it. But I, <laughs> I, I had a blast watching it, and I've seen it a couple times. Nice. For me, my guilty pleasure, I'd either say Kingsman 2... Or maybe Wonder Woman. I I count oh, as a guilty pleasure. What? That's not a guilty oh. pleasure. I'm I'm saying I like it. I'm, I'm yeah, saying... but in an ironic way. No, no, not in an ironic way. But huh. it's just not as great. <sighs> so um. Oh, oh, okay. Here, you want to know my true guilty pleasure? Actually, what? Tell me. Everything with Barbosa and Pirates Five. All right, that's fair. That's fair. He was a glowing moment. I, I, I Barbosa is my favorite character in all the Pirates movies. Yeah. And he actually had a pretty good story character arc in Pirates Five. Yeah. And also, he just looked awesome. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Like that part when he's like, I, I don't he's know, just go- a pimped out pirate. Yeah, yeah. He just. He is the epitome of, like, that pirate king you want to be, or whatever. That you want to be, not me. I want to (laughs) be. I want to be a pirate. That that was my most guilty pleasure moment of 2017, by far. (laughs) Alright, fair enough. Um, Mine was uh, quite unexpected. Um, I took my wife to the movies to see Bad Mom's Christmas, and I quite enjoyed oh, it. Oh, Mason. <laughs> You're better than this. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> you you are the only person I know that saw that movie. Yeah, I know. But it was a... it was. I went to a packed theater. I was the only guy in there, but it was a packed theater. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you were the person I saw, that I uh, joked about when everyone was in line to see Star Wars. Like, man, a lot of people are here to see Bad Mom's Christmas. I know. <laughs> I was holding that in. I was like, uh, I'll tell him eventually. Oh boy! I'll tell him when it matters. It matters now. I mean, it was actually I can do you one better. I saw a uh, girls trip in the theater for free. An audience, and I was the only white guy, only guy, and only white guy in that theater. And I had a blast. Uh, 
<laughs> Someone would jump up my yeah. screen and they'd be like, "Oh, I know that's right, girl." And I'd be like, "Yes, amen, praise." <laughs> so it was more about the crowd you saw with than the actual movie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for Girls Trip. I'm like, I have to show this to everybody. This looks so terrible. It's amazing. Will Smith's wife pees on a whole crowd of people. Oh. It's yeah, on the zip see, line, right? The one I saw isn't as bad as that. That was that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it was. I'm trying to defend. What, what was Bad it Mom? about Fat Mom's Christmas? What? Yeah, I have, I, I'm actually curious about this. Wait. What was the highlight for you, Fat Mom's Christmas? It, no, it was just a fun, stupid movie. Like it was just a fun. Like what? Because she made me watch the first Bad Moms the other, like a couple weeks, like a week prior. Mace, look, we're gonna go see Bad Moms Christmas. You gotta be up to date on your Bad Moms lore. Yeah, no, she she Can't go into this movie blind. No, like she she's been I don't know she's been making me watch not making me but she I've been watching a lot more like uh, just dumb comedy movies with her because that's just sort of like a guilty pleasure of hers. So Mason, is this your cry for help? No, this isn't a cry for help. It's just Mason, it was a fun three times stupid <laughs> movie. <laughs> All right, we're friends. Uh, dude, is there anything else you want to add? Um, I mean, if you if you're in the mood to just shut off your mind for a little bit and just watch a dumb movie, check it out. Uh, oh. All right. Fair enough. Um, what, what what was you guys' favorite trailer this year? Oh, Downsizing. Actually, that was a good okay. trailer now that I think about it. You know, it was, it was a really good, good trailer. I liked it. Great music. Are we talking about trailer for films that came it, out it can... this year or film or trailers that came out for films coming soon? Uh, Yes. It, it doesn't matter if the film came out this year. If it's coming out next year or two years, that's fine. Just try not to pick Avengers Infinity War. Oh, too late. Uh, for me, I think my favorite trailer was Logan. Ooh, Logan. yes. Uh, oh, we'll talk about Logan. Yeah. That's a great trailer. You're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's so good. And the... Oh, shoot. I know his name. I like the artist. Who sings the song in the Logan Johnny trailer? Johnny Cash. Hurt. Johnny Cash. Thank you. I am, I am embarrassed that I did not Fun remember fact. his name. Fun fact, actually. Someone... Years ago on YouTube, he, he used to make fun just uh, trailers for fake movies. Like, he'd use clips from other films to make trailers. He mm. made a fantastic Old Man Logan trailer. He used Hurt. And it was a very popular video. Like, a lot of people watched it. So, it was kind of cool when the actual Logan trailer came out. They used That's that. That's actually pretty amazing. Yeah, that I is I never amazing. knew that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. He made he made a lot of great trailers. You should can check you, him out. Can you find that that trailer and put it on our socials? Yeah, I can. I can find it. I can find that. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed enjoyed that commercial. The Johnny Cash song fits perfectly, and it just Absolutely. sets the tone perfectly mm -hmm. for that film. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that? Oh, Mason, yours was Avengers. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just hyped, dude. I it it's great. It, I love that they're just blasting the avengers theme now in response to the uh to the every frame of painting video yeah we talked about the marvel symphonic universe mm -hmm. i i'm so happy they're listening they're trying like it definitely seems like they're trying like yeah, i totally. definitely now i know the avengers theme 
Um, I definitely know Doctor Strange's theme. I definitely know um, the Guardians theme. Yes. And they're using like the actual Spider-Man theme song for it, which I think is they should be. Doing. Well, that is one thing I loved about Homecoming that they I kind hope, of incorporated the old. Uh, yeah, I, and I hope if they ever if they ever do X-Men, they use like the '90s cartoon theme song for it because it'll be. Yeah. Okay, so actually, you're setting up uh, for a great transition. Do you um to 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 the next uh, category? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Um, what was the best moment for you in a terrible movie? Now, for oh, me, the reason this, this transition works is actually in Justice League. Uh, one of my favorite moments is when they use Danny Elfman's old Batman score and John Williams' old Superman score. Yeah. Yes. Those little subtle moments were the happiest I was in that terrible movie. Aww. I just they gave me goosebumps. <laughs> they fit really well with the scenes. Mm-hmm. It was just great to hear those old themes again on the big screen. Well, yeah, because frankly, I think they should just use those themes for the characters. I feel like they're as much a part of the character as their cape, their costume, their personas. Their, you know, I think, I, I know they're like, oh, but that's like the old stuff, or there's probably rights issues and stuff. But I think if I mean, those Nuh-uh. are part of their identity, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, a, oh, that belongs to John Williams. We don't want to have to pay. John oh, Warner Brothers owns it all. So. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the full scenario. I don't know the full situation there. But I think they should just go all in on it. Um, there have been other great tunes for the characters, um, mm. but well, that I, is. I agree. I, yeah. No. And I agree. But I like. And I feel like it has to be a very special. Like okay. So let's take the Danny Elfman Batman theme. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have worked in the Nolan films. No. I no. I think that it totally works now. With what they're trying if to do. If you're doing a comic book movie, I yeah. completely agree with you with the Dark Knight films. Dark Knight was grounded, it had its own reality, and it had a great score, honestly. Um, yeah. it's, it, you know, Hans Zimmer was still making good music at the time. But, oh, wow. Um, yeah, uh, I, I agree with you, but I think for I this think kind of... I think the DC Universe needs is that goodwill from its audience, and all that goodwill is built up in nostalgia. I so I think bringing those classic... Themes in is what could really help. Yeah, the universe. I I I would agree. So Tyler, what was your uh, best moment in a terrible movie? I'm gonna say the opening of Mother. It's, okay. It, it actually because I I saw it out of curiosity after all the backlash with my buddies and like the opening uh, kind of got me like it's gorgeous and it was unexpected. It's uh it's just setting everything up. To what this could be, and I'm not going to spoil anything in case anybody actually mm. wants to watch Mother, even though I highly recommend not watching Mother. <laughs> but it's just it's just about rebirth and re uh, rebuilding everything, and I it was gorgeous. Like it was one of the m- most breathtaking things I'd seen on screen yeah. all year. It's just the rest of the movie followed was the only problem with it, you know. Well, I I, I was considering seeing it for a while because someone you know I. I had been told, you know, that the story is really just an analogy between uh, God and Earth and tells, like, it a is. bit of, you know, things with uh, the, the you know, from, a like, a weird kind of biblical thing. I, I don't know. There was a lot going on there. Uh, so it sounded interesting, and I wanted to see how that translated, but, yeah. How about you, Mace? 
Um, there was, in my least favorite film, there was a moment, just a moment, that I enjoyed um, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, and it was when Jack uh, is all alone, gets left by um, Gibbs and everything. And it's just this moment where he's just a washed up pirate, which was what I was hoping for. I was kind of, in my own in my in my own way. I was kind of hoping for an old man Logan, but for Jack Sparrow kind of thing. Because I think it would be, yeah, and that's what it should. Yeah, exactly. That's what it should have been. But uh, and he and I. There's a line, and I don't remember mm. the the exact phrasing of it off the top of my head. But it's sort of like uh, uh, Gibbs, you know, says to him like, "Our our horizon has met its has run its course or met its end." And it was just like a perfect, perfect line. I'm like, yes, that was good. And they have the music cue um, that that's da, da, na, 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 na. and it's just that lost mm. glory. Um, he's the, the, the film itself seems to have. Yeah, exactly. It's just that one moment where he's like, yeah, pretty. I'm pretty much washed up. I'm done. And I think also, it, I've. Yeah, I forget if we've had this conversation about pirates, but the opening where he's in the bank vault—that's straight out of City Lights, right? Yeah. With Chaplin oh, on the statue. Yeah. That like that's that's ripped straight from that. That was so stupid. I love that. I thought that was great. I mean, no, that <laughs> that that little gag there was was funny because I I got that reference, but mm. for what it you know in that setting, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So yeah, terrible scenes and good movies. Oh, do we want to do terrible scenes and good movies? I feel like yeah. Let's just do that real quick. I got one. Okay. All right. Go for it. Are you sure you don't have the same one? I I I, I don't know. I don't have one yet. So you you okay, talk and I'll think fine. of one. <laughs> All right. I love the Last Jedi, but the whole Casino Planet was so bad. Mm. <laughs> it was like prequel bad. Like when I think back on it, like there was like. Remember that little, like, white alien girl-looking opera singer thing that had, like, six boobs and, like, screamed? Or yeah. that little leprechaun-looking thing? Yep. yep. That was just putting coins into BB-8? It's so, it's so bad. Like, uh, it, uh, it was all CG, so it, it, it reminded me of George. It was like, our old buddy George is back at the helm of Star Wars. Like, he might have guest-directed that whole segment, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. I... I, I... I, I still haven't gotten the chance to go back on The Last Jedi. I thought we were going to, like, going home and seeing family for Christmas. It just never worked out. So I I, I haven't gone back to, like, really look at that scene. It Again, it didn't really bother me on my initial feeling, but I think that's just because it was Star Wars and I was happy to be there. That's fair. Uh, how, how about, about, how about you, you, Mace? Um, this wasn't... I don't think it was a great film. I enjoyed this film. Um... Uh, but uh, it was Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene towards the beginning, uh, after like the opening crime has been solved, where there's this random police officer. Um, I think I think they're in Istanbul, uh, but he's talking to uh, Poirot um, about like how just like kind of fawning over him, and it's really weird and uncomfortable because like he has this weird little boyish kind of charm about him and he's like you you see through people you are just so smart and you you see the like i i like it's so weird and uncomfortable 
But I I get they're I trying have to, to describe s- your character for the audience. Yeah, so they exactly. Who you are exactly because your character hasn't really been relevant to the mass populace for several decades now. <laughs> so <laughs> the police detective just looks at him. You're kind of like Sherlock, aren't you? Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. You see the world. Not as it is, but as it should be. I'm like, ooh, what? <laughs> like, that's a line. It's like, what? I don't understand. This is weird. I was like, I kept waiting for, um, I keep, I kept waiting for Kenneth Branagh to be like, you're kind of weird, aren't you? You're the, you're the outcast here. <laughs> like, yeah, I can, I can weird. see things and I can see that you're weird. Yeah. It's like, I can also see that it's time you uh, were on your way, sir. But, um... It was a good film. It wasn't the greatest film I saw this year, but it was just one weird moment that really stuck out to me. Mm. For me, I guess if I think about it, and I guess I wouldn't say it's so much a bad moment, but lack of a of a needed moment would be in Ragnarok, uh, when oh. Thor kind of learns that his father was this conquering war mongol. I like that. That sounds like what? something I said. No, no, exactly. You guys pointed this out to me when when we when we had our Ragnarok Justice League debate that went oh so well, but um, yeah, Link just in like, the description th- below. <laughs> Thor learning Smash so that much. Like button, kids. Yeah, Thor. Thor learning so much more of who his father was before he, before he knew him, and that you know he was a different man. I feel like was I don't a know. Yeah, I, I would have at least like to see one more confrontation between Thor and his father, like uh, between Odin and him, in mm-hmm. just like that weird dreamscape Norway place that they had been meeting. I think they did it once or twice in the film. Yeah, they did yeah. it twice. Are you the god of hammers? <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> so you know, I I just would have liked to see something in like. You know, maybe Odin talks about how people change and how he was wrong and how he doesn't like who he used to be or something like that. Like, I feel like we could have had a really good moment there and and we missed it. Yeah, definitely. Fair enough. All right. So are there are there any more categories we want to do before we I, talk, talk I'm out? You, um, yeah. I think I think earlier uh, we were talking oh. about two. What? Uh no, keep going, keep going. But I think other, I know what you're saying. There were two other categories. Um, it was the best film that we saw this year that did not come out in 2017. Just kind of a fun thing. Um, oh, I like that. We're experiencing okay. other films. Um, so, does anyone you know have any film that they watched I mean, for the first time? This I, year? Saw, I saw a lot of great films for the first time this year. Me it's too. The first time I saw I, I saw Godfather for the first time in theaters. Nice. Ooh. Um, I got to experience Alien and Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, those were all these were great films. I think I think I'm gonna go with one that's not the best film. It like by no means is it better than Aliens or Godfather, but it was the one I was most surprised by, and it was the uh, the Richard Donner cut of Superman Two. I still oh, need to yeah. see that. It's so much fun, and it's just something I wasn't expecting at all. Mm-hmm. Um, just. Everything about it is so campy and fun, and just uh, spending time with Zod and his two henchmen as as they find Earth and experience it, and like mm-hmm. they meet a snake and figure out what a gun does, and it's just like I loved spending time with them. And uh, oh, what is, what is his name? Is Lex Luthor? Gene Hackman. 
Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor Kevin is Spacey. wonderful. No, Kevin no. <laughs> he was a great. He was a great Lex Luthor, though. We gotta now. Now we understand why he was so obsessed with Superman. No, no, nothing. Uh, all right, but yeah, no. Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor and just him trying to cut a deal with Zod and everything with him in the Daily Bugle, just is is wonderful. The downtown fight, it's great. I I absolutely had so much fun with that. That is something I still need to see. Yes. Either version. I have not seen Superman 2. I I have not seen the original cut of Superman 2, but I know it's, it's a, Yeah, it, it's by it's the same guy who directed A Hard Day's Night and he tries to make it all a lot more comedic. Oh, by far. Richard Lester yeah. was his name. Yep. And I I like after seeing this, I don't I really doubt that Richard Lester, Lester, did you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, w- mm-hmm. was uh, I don't I don't think he added anything to this film. No, and, and like the crazy thing is they use screen tests to fill in some of the blanks here, and I didn't realize it's a different actress uh, for Lois Lane in one scene. Yeah, like, that was me. You what? didn't see it? <laughs> no, it was not you. No, Superman! but there's a scene. <laughs> the the scene uh, where. Uh, Lois Lane figures out that Superman, that Kent Clark is Superman, is it's really good. Um, it's a lot better than what's in the original cut of Superman too, where I think he just where Lois drops a, f- a hairbrush in a fireplace and he gets uh-huh. it out without being burned. Uh-huh. In this, Lois Lane <laughs> holds Kent Clark at gunpoint and threatens to shoot him because <laughs> she knows Superman is bulletproof, That's and it's awesome. such a well done scene. It's it's wonderful to watch. Okay. Cool. Um how about how about you guys? I uh, saw Eyes Wide Shut finally, and I don't recommend you watch it, Winnie, but I love it. I have no intention of watching <laughs> that one. It's it's actually more scary than The Shining. Like it's it's a really? great, great tense movie. I I adore it. Huh. Hmm. Alright. I, I wasn't expecting that. What makes it tense? I can't. I can't tell you without spoiling it. Okay. All like right. it's a part in the movie that's so well done, and like you're on the edge of your seat. You're like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? And it's terrifying. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's about a weird sex cult, so that's fun. It's about. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Bring the kitties for Christmas cheer. Oh boy. Yeah. Nope. Not not watching that one. Uh, how about you, Mace? Um. I s- well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think the film that, that made my year and has really affected my life was uh, a couple uh-huh. weeks ago. Um, I watched The Room for the first time. Wow! Ooh. First time ever. Yes, and I was. Oh my gosh! What a film! What? What a film! It's yeah. so dense. I was, I'm not going to say, um, going into all the details there, but I, I was definitely drunk. Um, and that was really what improved <laughs> the film. It's what improved the film. Uh, cause I watched it with my wife and now we quote it every day. Um, whenever she asks me to do anything, I'm like, anything for my princess. And, uh, <laughs> she gives it right back to me too. 
And, um, yeah. Well, hi, yeah. doggy. Oh, hi, doggy. Yeah. Just a little chicken, chip, 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 It was just so beautifully bad. And, um, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, uh, I don't think I'm gonna watch it ever again just because that <laughs> whole experience was so good that I wouldn't want to mess with it. Um, and the best part was I did see that I did the very next day we went out and saw the disaster artist. Nice. Um, so yeah, we considered it our homework. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, it was great. Um, on a serious note, a, a, a film I did watch a couple weeks ago that I, uh, was surprised I enjoyed, um, was a, a Christmas film called the holiday. Um, are, are you, are either of you familiar with that film? Jack Black. Yes. Yeah, a random, <laughs> random film, but I was so invested in it, and I don't know why. Um, but uh, there was this random character, an old man. Um, the one of the Kate Winslet's character ends up living in uh, Cameron Diaz's house in in L.A., and she starts walking this old old man, and he's a writer, and he's just you get into his life, and it's actually probably the best part of the movie because he was a great writer back in the old days of Hollywood. And mm -hmm. the, she, she, I don't know, she's just building him up and he's, she, the actor is so great in it. Uh, and it's just, there's this adorable moment where she's like, I have a question. He said, shoot. And he's like, in all those old movies where they make out old Hollywood to be, uh, to be so amazing and great. Was it actually that good? And he just looks at her with such a genuine smile and just says even better. And it just, it made me so happy. It was just a very good film. Hmm. I'm very... I'm in a weird place with my movies right now, guys. I'm in a really <laughs> weird place. I gotta apologize. Um, I, I see no reason why you should. But it was a good film. It acted well. surprised me. Hmm. Um, if you want a great double feature, watch the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2, Eyes Wide Shut, and The Holiday. <laughs> That's a triple feature. And if you're... And if you're feeling frisky, go ahead and watch The Room afterwards. The Room and Ice Fight Shot actually would work really That's well. Anything for my princess. What, what are some movies you, you guys wanted to see this year but didn't? Oh, okay. Just, That's a good one. Because there, there are definitely going to be people that listen to this. They're like, why are they talking about this movie or that movie? Because it was, it was incredible. And I think we missed some, I know I missed some great films that I, I need I to catch too. up definitely, on. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, for me, like my top four that I need to see. Actually, I'll do top five that I need to see. Uh, the Big Sick. Mm -hmm. I need to see. Uh, great Lady movie. Bird. Gr Big Sick was great. Okay, yes. good. It's on Amazon Video, and I so I I got access to it. I just have to sit down and watch it. Uh, Lady Bird. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. The The Florida Project. I hear is incredible. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, I still have to see The Disaster Artist. Great. Oh, wow. And and Colossal. Colossal, I think, looks really interesting. It looked really bad to me. Really? I was not what, interested what, what, what at all by that. Anne Hathaway uh, wakes up and finds she's in control of a giant monster attacking Japan. I've heard of this. I didn't believe it was a real movie. It, I, I, I think it looks really intriguing. So th those are the five films I need to check out. Okay. How about you two? One of you. 
um i i well, you said the, a lot of the ones I, I, if we I if we have a lot of these pauses in the podcast people are going to st- start thinking their phone stopped working or something <laughs> that's no, hilarious um, the the <laughs> the one i wanted to see was the florida project that did look interesting it's very, i heard a lot of it yeah mm. that's the one i wanted to check out i really didn't have a list that was just the only one that stood out to me uh there was another uh, one you mentioned i think that um i wanted to ladybird uh, no, oh, no, you didn't mention it. Uh, Wonder Wheel. I hadn't heard good things about it, but Woody. I still wanted to check out. Yeah, it's Woody. <laughs> so I wanted to check out uh, Wonder Wheel. Anyway, here's Wonder Wheel. Yeah, I, I keep calling it Wonder Wall by accident. <laughs> I keep calling it Wonder Wharf. <laughs> and I know the song will not be in the movie because it's Woody Allen. <laughs> Maybe they'll do a jazz version of Wonder Wall. Wonder Wolf, Wolf of Wonder. I don't think. Well, we don't have the rights to Wonderwall, so that's fine. See that. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Uh, what, what's something you wanted to see this year but missed? Uh, three billboards outside of someplace or other, and it has. Oh yeah, 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 that looks good. I, I, really I don't remember what the name of the place is, but it looks amazing, and I love Francis McDormand and Woody Harrelson, and yeah, I, yeah. I know the basic premise. Hmm. Uh, Lady Bird, of course, wanted to see that. I actually really yep. wanted to see Murder on the Orient Express, and for whatever reason, didn't. I would still say, I would still say, go see. It. I know I didn't mention that it was, I didn't mention it in like one one of my favorites or anything, but th- like that. But it was still a very good film. Mm. Very cool. Very, very cool. cool. Very cool. Very cool. There's a lot. What else? Uh, the Post. I don't even know if that's out yet, but it's got. Oh. Uh, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep and it's just oh yeah I think film. that comes out I think that comes out this January no it, it it's, I, I just saw the trailer out. for it yesterday when is I saw, it mm. huh I, yeah I, I want to see it because I, I I like Spielberg's political dramas because I I loved uh, Bridge of Spies I thought it was uh, boring I know then you <laughs> I, I would I'm going I think to you'll bet think the money. post is boring then I'm going to bet money that the post because I think it's already out. Or it had a soft opening or whatever, so it can at least I qualify for this year's Oscars. I on the 22nd, yeah. so it could get It's Oscar going nods. to get a ton of Oscar nods. Absolutely. I think, of course. Well, because it's the post. Yeah. And because with, it's the post. No, be, and, and Spielberg. <laughs> no, 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 and, no, 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 no. Because of the political implications that it's because of fake news, because of all of that going on in the world. I think it's going to go further in in the critical world um, because of all of that. Oh, yeah, yeah when it, it came it, out it's December about the 22nd. Yeah. People can't say no to the post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a, it, that it was a good. reference. It, it, <laughs> I've barely heard it, so... Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. Um... All right, so let let's let's do. Do you want to do top five? I feel like top ten will be here a while, and there'll be a lot of. I, I think if I really want to do top ten, just because uh, I do let's have just a top make it ten. Quick, let's just let's just make it quick. Yeah, like, right. I like this movie, and this is why. Okay, you two go first because I only have top five, so okay, I got go to tack go on five more. Go films. ahead, Yanny. Go, go ahead, Yanny. Go. Oh, I'll go. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> and in number ten this year. Um, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. I enjoyed it. Wow. Um, I, I, there was a lot good in the film. There was some stuff I didn't quite like. There was, uh, but there was some character, there were some character deaths that I didn't like that I, you know, made me sad. I'm like, ah, oh, you didn't have to do that. Um, number nine, Split. 
Um, came out very early Ooh. on in the year. Great movie. Um, there were moments I almost passed out in it. Um, for our viewers, I'm very squeamish, and there's certain scenes <laughs> in it. Like it was so bad. It was so bad. Um, like my reaction. James the film, the film was could great. eat me all he wants. Ugh, mm. Um, <laughs> the big six. Uh, th- uh, th- I mean, number eight was the big, the big sick. sick. Uh, that was a great movie. Um, it was one of those films just that really <laughs> surprised me. I had no idea what I was going into there. It's great. Number seven, mm. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Yes. Everyone knows it. Everyone loves it. Moving on. Number six okay. was not a theatrical release. However, it was a, f- a feature-length film released this year. It went right to Netflix. Some of you know it. Yep. Okja. Okja was this incredibly whimsical, wonderful film um, that took crazy turns. There was a lot going on in it, uh, but it was it, it was fantastic. Great acting on all accounts. Jake Gyllenhaal uh, was a delight in it. Um, great film. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, number five, the spiritual successor to Baby Driver, Logan Lucky. Um, nice. I enjoyed yes. it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I love the Lynchburg shout out. Um, right. <laughs> um, and then, okay, okay, okay. So uh, Loki Logan's on mine too, or Logan Lucky. But real quick, um, at the end of the f- film, mm-hmm. this isn't a spoiler, but uh, he's working at a Lowe's in Lynchburg. Channing Tatum works at a Lowe's in Lynchburg. Yeah. And he takes his daughter to go mini golfing. There is a putt putt mini golf. Oh my course gosh! On the Lowe's. same street on as Lowe's. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Someone did their research. I, I got such a kick out of that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a great film. I think the thing that makes it stand out above Baby Driver, Baby Driver is a great film, I'd definitely say that. I just think mm-hmm. the acting and the comedy in uh, Logan Lucky was just a, a, a step higher. Um, yes. Uh, Daniel mm-hmm. Craig's character stole the show for me. He was oh, just, he was just so such a departure from what he normally does. It was fantastic. Um, Absolutely. I'm going to get naked. <laughs> Don't I you go am incarcerated. <laughs> um, okay. Number four, coming in at number four, was The Disaster Artist. Um, wow. Great movie. I loved it. Um, really, actually, g- genuinely inspiring. Um, as you know, I've been I've been struggling with writing uh, for for a while now, and it's just really pushed me to keep going uh, on some projects that I'm looking to do. Really pushed me to, um, I, I don't know. It's just very it's very inspirational uh, about you know the craft of filmmaking, but also friendship. Um, it's really uh, it's really great, um, and mm. the acting's pretty fantastic in it too. Um, on the um, on the front of the uh, Franco brothers, um, and then at number three, the as we get down to these, they're going to become more obvious. Uh, number three was Logan, um, not Logan Lucky, but uh, just <laughs> Logan. Um, not the movie Lucky. That, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, Logan was great. It was a great send off for um, for Hugh Jackman. Um, I don't, it wasn't, the plot fully wasn't what I was expecting. It was a lot more small. It was, it was, it's very, it's very much its own X, it's very much its own film, um, let alone Mm. its own X-Men film. Um, and I think, uh, there's just some beautiful moments in it. Wonderful acting across the board. And, uh, yeah. 
coming in at number two, Coco. Great movie. I already talked about it. Um, great songs. Check them out. And just a beautiful story with beautiful storytelling and beautiful visuals. And then number one, Lakitis. Got to disagree with you, my man. Number one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Paul did. I, no, and I, I completely <laughs> understand why this would be your number one. Like, absolutely, this makes so much sense. I I don't disagree. I'm not saying it's a bad film. It was just, it delivered on so much for me. Um, uh-huh. Going in, I thought I was so ready for it to be the Over? Thor the oh. Dark World of, <laughs> of, you know, that kind of thing. Because, you know, sequel-wise, mm-hmm. they usually don't deliver unless it's Captain America. So I was like, eh, all right, I'm... At least, you know, we'll get to see Guardians. It'll be fun. But it was just so great. I listened to the soundtrack. I, I listened to the soundtrack every day. Um, I was I got it on Blu-ray the day it came out. It was great. It was great. And I have the soundtrack on cassette even. So. Very nice. nice. Um, uh, Tyler, do you want to go or shall I go? Uh, are you even ready to go? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Ah, if you want to go, go. Okay. So all right. So my my ten through six are kind of interchangeable because I just kind of ordered them real quickly while Mason was talking. But Uh uh, (laughs) for my number ten, I'm gonna say the Last Jedi. Still had a lot of fun with it. Um, Number nine is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay. Uh, I I had a lot of fun with it. I still feel like it. That film feels like a singular vision, even though it was written by five different people. Mm-hmm. Um, then the best superhero movie of the year, Logan. Yeah. Um, I love Ragnarok, but I, 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 I know it, it is not better than Homecoming or Logan. Okay. Uh, it's, Fair it's enough. great. Um, seven is this 40 minute short documentary on Netflix called long shot. Okay. All about how Larry David got a guy off for murder. That's um, awesome. completely by accident. It's wonderful. Um, my number six is Logan Lucky. Nice. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. Uh, number five is another film that came straight to Netflix called The Merowitz Stories, New and Selected. Very it good. It stars Dustin Hoffman, Ben Stiller. Ooh. It's the best Adam Sandler movie since I don't know how long. Uh, there is, uh, some nudity when, uh... Adam Sandler's daughter shows her college film, so I just stopped watching at that point and skipped those scenes. But uh, other than that, it's a wonderful film. Uh, Ben, I want to see Ben Stiller and Adam Sandler do more serious comedies together, dramatic comedies together. It's, Mm -hmm. uh, I think they work really well together in that way. Uh, My number four is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It's it's so good. It's such an at at, uh, atmospheric film. That is Um, true. That is true. And this, I, I feel like Harrison Ford is actually trying in this film. It feels like he's acting. Like, it's it, it's nice to see him put in some effort into a character. And like uh, like Crystal Skull and uh, Force Awakens before, it's about him being a terrible father. In some way or another, yes. It's the, it's the Bad Dad trilogy. Yep. <laughs> the elderly Harrison Ford Bad Dad trilogy. <laughs> Uh, my number three is Okja. I, I had no expectations for this film, but absolutely loved it. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal steals every single scene he's in. 
If you yeah. say Akja real fast, it sounds like you're a Jawa. Akja. Okay. Thank you, Tyler. You're you're really adding to to he this conversation. This is our this is our comedy podcast. <laughs> I, 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 th- I, th- <laughs> I think people will bring 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 something away from that uh, afterwards. <laughs> and by that I mean they'll think maybe I should watch Okja. But all they could think about are Jawas, so they'll be unable to find it on Netflix. <laughs> oh. uh, my you... number two is Baby Driver, because I love everything about it, except for Kevin Spacey now. But uh... <laughs> He's good in it. He's just a bad He's person. just a terrible person. Yeah. yeah no, I, he was, he, it's he absolutely was distracted wonderful. by the balls on that kid. <laughs> that, that's the movie I went out and got on Blu-ray as soon as it came out for me. It was... Yeah, it's so well edited, written, acted, scored. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number one of uh, this year, Get Out. Get Out. I still need to see that. It's so I, good. I don't think you'd like I it, Mason. I absolutely actually. loved it. Yeah. I I am not a horror fan. I, I've never... I don't watch horror movies. You don't like and horrors. Ju- that is also true. <laughs> I mean, I got nothing against them personally. I just don't approve of their career choices. Yeah, they're good horrors. Uh, but, no, I, this is such a... To me, it's such an original film. It's so well written. It's scary and funny in all the right places. And it was such a different <laughs> film than anything else I had seen. What? Uh, Martin Short's been uh, twitching, and it's kind of funny looking. <laughs> yeah. See how I brought it around? I thought I thought I said something stupid. I wasn't sure. It's like poetry. Sort of rhyme. I I really enjoyed it. The ending is so wonderfully. At first, it's aggravating, and then it's wonderful. It's it's just such a great film. What movie? Get out. Get out. Did you just ask me that so you could say that again? Yeah, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> all right all right tyler what, what, are, what is your top 10 top 10 here we go number 10 is logan lucky i uh i'm shocked that you two have seen it because it's, it's a really fun movie i like soderbergh a lot that whole yeah. scene with the uh with the jail riot i was dying it's so funny oh my goodness right <laughs> uh. it's uh it was it was a very well crafted funny original movie so I, I and i i've been to all the places they talked about like north carolina i've been there west virginia i've been there lynchburg i lived there for you so it's like i know what these things are um number nine is guardians of the galaxy volume two Woo-hoo! the more i the more i watch it the more i love it i got it on uh blu-ray day it came out it's i just james gunn please make more movies for me oh definitely yeah make absolutely more movies, james gunn I, I want to see the Boko experiment because he wrote that. Because it's like Office Space with murder. But that's a conversation <laughs> for a different time. Uh, number eight is Downsizing. Which even though I said it was disappointing earlier. Uh, if you if you go to the film knowing what you're getting yourself into, you'll love it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's a great premise. And what he what the director does with it is unexpected. But it, it's so worth it. Um, number seven, The Disaster Artist. I've been watching The Room with friends since, like, high school. So it's just it's <laughs> weird to see it in the mainstream. <laughs> I bet. Because I, I know it's, like, this underground thing, and it was always fine there. Because, like, people who knew about The Room, they were cool because they knew about The Room. Now everyone's kind of <laughs> knowing about it and doing Tommy <laughs> so impressions. So it's, it's weird. Uh-huh. But 
it's it's a yeah. very interesting uh, movie and a, a very interesting way to go about telling that story, and I, I really appreciated it. Uh, number six is Get Out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Again, like Winnie, not a horror fan, but um, like downsizing and a little bit like Ten Cloverfield Lane from last year. It's it's like a Twilight Zone episode if it were a movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I that's one of my favorite shows. So like, if you can use a horror or sci-fi concepts to spread social commentary that's really smart, then I'm all for that. And Jordan Peele, Mm -hmm. make more movies, please. Oh, definitely, 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 definitely. Okay, number five is Blade Runner 2049. Despite what Mason says, it's one of the most gorgeous things you could see in theaters this year. Definitely. I I wish it had done a little bit better, but I I, I mean, I don't want more Blade Runner sequels, but I want uh, that director... Dennis Villa, yeah. whatever his name is. <laughs> I, th- I think ultimately that movie did as well as it could have. I agree with that. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> I, I'm surprised that, that... it got as, as wide a release and as big a budget as it did because it's like Blade Runner bombed yeah. when it first came out and then yep. it slowly developed a cult following. So why throw all this money into a sequel is beyond me, but what are you going to do? I loved it. Um, number four is something I saw yesterday. The Shape of Water. Oh, that's one I still need to see. It's that, so yeah, I good. See that. And it's so weird. If you can get behind its weird pre- premise, um, it, it's a blast. It's 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 a modern day fairy tale with fish monsters and nudity and Michael Shannon. And it's great. It's so good. <laughs> Is all the nudity from Michael Shannon? I wish. No, uh, Sally Hawkins. <laughs> Sally Hawkins does full frontal Winnie, so you'll want to be careful. There's a couple, couple punches. Gotcha. There. Um, number three is Coco. I love Pixar, <laughs> and after after Cars three, this was a return to form. And I I, I think unfortunately the we've only gotten three great Pixar films this decade: Toy Story three, Inside Out, and Coco. I like Finding Dory mm-hmm. and Brave. Okay, but those are the three great Pixar movies. And I, I agree. I disagree. I know that. you guys don't like Inside Out. That's fine, but I I love it. Um, but this is about Coco, and Coco's great, and it's yes. emotional, and it's gorgeous. Like. Oh, the design of uh, the Land of the Dead, and that whole, like it's brilliant. Like the whole, like somebody went through, stayed, stayed, stayed true to the to the traditions of the Day of the Dead, but like made this whole world about it and made it accessible yeah. to mainstream audiences. And that's it's it's, great. Ex- mm-hmm. it's accessible yet respectful to the culture. Exactly, and it, it kind yeah. of creates its own version of that, but it's still respectful and it's it's brilliant. It's great. Uh, number two, Baby Driver. Pretty obvious. Baby Driver's great. Yeah. And so what's number your one, number one? Number one's Logan. I adore this oh, movie. Oh, of course. I'm not even. I'm not even. I wasn't even that big of an X Men fan. Like I'd seen them and I liked them a lot, especially Days yep. of Future Pants. But uh, uh-huh. and Deadpool. I don't know if Deadpool counts, but I really like Deadpool. Uh, Logan is one. Is probably the most beautiful movies i'd seen all year and just the fact that it came from an unexpected place and told this grand like almost western yeah throwback story like i cried dude and i don't cry at movies much but that ending was so perfect yeah it's it's great Uh, i i got the blu-ray first day it came out and i never do that and i watched logan noir and yeah i got i got that version as well um what i'm doing is 
My my wife's on a Hugh Jackman kick, so what I'm trying to do is take her through. I'm kind of doing a bit of an experiment on her. I'm taking her through the X Men series, but like very specific films. And then we're oh, going to yeah. finish with Logan. So we just watched uh, X Men First Class. Then we're going to watch the original X Men. Then X Two, mm-hmm. um, possibly the Wolverine. Then yeah. we're going to watch Days of Future Past. And then Logan. That's perfect. Nice. Yeah, but why, why only possibly the Wolverine? Um, I'm not sure. Because it connects to uh, Last Stand. Yeah, we're going to avoid that. Uh, um, she was okay with, with uh, First Class. She's like, it, it was all right. She, like she wasn't too engaged. Class. It felt longer this time when watching it. And that's my favorite X-Men <laughs> film. Um, oh, but no. What? What? No. <laughs> Wolverine I mean, First great, Class but... is your favorite X-Men film? X-Men First Class? Not Wolverine Origins. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, X-Men First Class. It, yeah, I... I love Magneto, so it was very gotcha. Magneto centric. He, so. he puts the Nito in Magneto. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah, the director's cut of uh, the Wolverine is actually pretty that's, good. That's the one you that's and I watched. Second favorite, yeah, that's my second favorite X Men movie is the director's cut of the Wolverine. Yeah, well, actually third, I'd say behind Logan and Days of Future Past. Yeah, uh, Future I Past like the great. Wolverine okay, and the director's cut is definitely an improvement, but it gets really schlocky in that third act. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Like giant samurai robots. Like I'm like okay. Now I'm yeah, good, bro. Cool. <laughs> All right. But so anyway, that's... yeah, that's the experiment I'm doing. Interesting. Let us know how that goes. I will. Mm-hmm. So that 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 kind of wraps it up. Um, I want one last question though. What film are you looking forward to in 2018? What 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 one are you really excited about? What's what's even coming out? I don't know. The one oh. caveat being the Infinity War. Yeah, you can't, can't say can't. the Infinity War. Oh, I got, I got, I got two. I got two. Okay, what are and they? And they're both stop motion. I really want to see Early Man and Isle of Dogs, and I can't wait for oh, it. Oh, Isle of Dogs, yeah. Yeah. I love uh, Ardman, and I love Wes Anderson, so, and I love stop motion, so. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Let's okay. see. Uh, for me, I'm really, I'm looking forward to the Black Panther, and, oh, there was a second one. Uh... I'm actually. There's a film called Mary Magdalene coming out with Joaquin Phoenix playing oh, Jesus. Oh no! You're kidding me. No. Well, okay. I the the one caveat is going to be if they give Jesus and Mary Magdalene a romantic. They interest clearly in each do. Other. Have you seen the trailer? I wouldn't say it's there in the trailer. I think they have respect for each other, but that's about. No. I really like. Not the trailer I watched. Okay, maybe I watched a different trailer. I don't know. For but I okay. So actually. I think for me, the one I'm really looking forward to is the Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Into the Spider-Verse. I, 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 the animation looks wonderful. It looks good. I'm very excited to see what they do with that. Okay. All right. Um, nobody said Ready Player One. I, I'm actually excited to see that. The biggest me. film I'm excited to see, guys, which I'm surprised you both chose to forget uh was a sherlock gnomes no also also side note because you brought it up we're also getting a second sherlock holmes film next year did you know that sherlock yep with sherlock and watson that yeah and we're with will ferrell and john c Riley. is anybody actually looks really solo the han solo solo film no i didn't i didn't i didn't agree with their casting 
And Disney isn't excited for it either. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think they picked the right guy for it. But, um, hello, Incredibles 2. I knew you were going to say it, so why why would I have to bring it up? Oh, well, thank you, thank you. We definitely know our friendship. Uh, Incredibles 2 2 and uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah. Yeah, that's another. I forgot that was coming out, actually. I'm I'm nervous about Untitled Deadpool sequel, the movie. I heard it's going to be called The Second Coming. Deadpool 2? Yeah. That's great. That makes sense. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I'd be very happy if they just kept with Untitled Deadpool sequel. I, I can see no. that. Uh, new Mutants cool. yeah, no, I'm, looks good. Oh, yep. No, no. And I'm sure there are, like, you know, 20 different indie films that are going to come out that we haven't even heard oh, of. Absolutely. Yet. Absolutely. And yeah. really, ultimately, those are the films I'm really looking forward to. Those are the films that really make it stand out. These, you know, obviously these franchise films, you know, they come and go. We enjoy them. I mean, obviously my favorite was Guardians, but, you know, it's those, it's the indie films. It's those unique ones that really make the year stand out, which Mm -hmm. I think we got, we did have this year in in all sorts of films. Totally. But that's our show for this, uh, for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. If, uh, you want to follow us on social media, you can find me at Josh underscore Lakitis on Twitter. Mace, where can they find you? They can find me on all sorts of uh, social media uh, as Mason Betterly or at good old price. And Tyler, where can they find you? Uh, find me on Instagram in the year 2037. <laughs> and if you uh, want to tweet at the show or email us a question, you can find us at artificial pod on Twitter or artificialpod at gmail.com uh, we actually have gotten a few questions and uh, comments which we really appreciate uh, they were Christmas themed or Last Jedi themed so uh, we couldn't really talk about talk about them in this episode but so we keep appreciate them, coming, them we really but we're appreciate in no it. way going to acknowledge them <laughs> uh, not, at least not this time uh, and, and be see. sure to uh, and be sure to comment on our page or on or on YouTube uh, with your favorite films. We're really excited to hear what you know you enjoyed this year or what your thoughts were on some of our films. Maybe you hated one of our favorite films. Maybe you loved one of our uh, least favorite films. What what yeah, made actually, you enjoy them? What made you hate them? Yeah, actually, if you guys give us a response, uh, we we can read some of them out on the next show. Absolutely, because next show uh, we're doing something entirely different. So we'll find out what that is uh, when it comes. Are but, we? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We're going to try something different. Yeah. Okay. But, Actually, uh, again, I was, telling, I was just Martin telling Martin Short about it. I was telling Martin Short about it before you so graciously hit him with oh, the car. Boy. My bad. He's, what were you doing? Screaming it out the window? No wonder he stopped in the middle the of the road. The body's gone. Guys, the <laughs> body's gone. Short. It did a full. It did Nobody a put on Martin Short's jacket. Are they with that is the Martin Short clause? They will become the new Martin Short. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be down with that. (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everyone. God bless. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Bye. So, yeah. Where did he go?